All right. I'm going to give you guys some scriptures tonight, and I want you guys to read the scriptures. Um, it's from the, uh, the life of Peter, Peter the Apostle. Yeah? Uh, there's some great, um, probably more than the other 12 disciples. Yeah? We have just great insight into Peter's life because Peter uh, was one of those guys who spoke first and thought second. Anybody have friends like that? Who speak first and think second or not think at all? Yeah? Okay, some of you guys here are like, yes, that's me. Okay, awesome. Well, you guys are going to really like Peter or you'll really hate Peter. But Peter is the type of guy who just, hey, he gave him, you know? And he has not a lot of regard for those who are around him. He's real passionate. Uh, he's real opinionated. And uh, so I want to read some of Peter's stories and... You guys are going to read Peter's stories, uh, and then we're just going to find some, we're going to learn about Peter, by some stories about Peter. Okay, so um, let's do uh, first verse that you guys want to read, or first story is from Mark chapter 8, okay? <clears throat> so Mark chapter 8, I want you guys to read verses... Um, Read 27 through the end. So 20 to 38. So Mark 27 uh, to verse 38. So you guys can take turns reading. Hopefully choose somebody to read that can read. I'm just throwing that out there. We don't want to be here all night, okay? Uh, but we got some time to talk about this, okay? So Mark chapter 8. Verses 27 through 38. Let me give you the verses first, and then you guys can uh, read those. I only got two other stories, okay? So three stories about Peter's life, okay? Um, so that was the first one, okay? The second story is from Mark chapter 9. Let's go from 30... Thirty-seven. You guys got that? So Mark chapter nine, thirty through thirty-seven. Okay. So that's the second story, and the last one, John chapter. I'm gonna give you two verses, but it's pretty much the same connected story. John chapter thirteen. 36, 37, and 38. And John 18. You guys following me? 15 through 18 and 25 through 27. Okay, John 18, 15 through 18. That's John. John chapter 18. 15 through 18, and 25 through 27. Okay, you guys got those? Blair will put those up for you guys to, just in case you guys got lost. Um, okay, we good? Okay, let's get at it. You guys can rearrange the chairs too, so you guys can be in a circle. Um, so a couple things you guys want to do. You want to read the story out loud, 
and make observations like who's the characters, what's being said, uh, and what do we know about what's being said. Can do? Okay, let's bring it in. Um, so you can stay in your groups. I want to talk about, uh, so three stories about Peter's life, yeah? Okay, so the first story, uh, Mark chapter 8. Somebody tell me, uh, uh, give me a little, um, should run this through the, somebody give me a little uh, synopsis of uh, what, what the story is about. Mostly, all I want to know is, we're not going to read the scripture, all I want to know is what is Peter, Peter's involvement in these verses. There's all kinds of things that are happening. I just want what is happening. So tell me, Nanea, tell me what is, what is happening. Go. Peter knows that Jesus is Christ. Okay, perfect. So Peter confesses that he is the Christ. Okay, what else happens? Let's go. Come on, come on, come on. It's like, it's talking about like... Into the mic. It's, it's talking about like denying yourself and like your fleshly wants and like to follow Jesus. Okay, so what happens after Peter confesses Jesus to be the Christ? What happens right after that? Jesus. Okay, why, why does, why does, okay, go, group one. Go, go, go. So Jesus gets rebuked by Peter, why? Because he said. Come on, come on, into the mic, into the mic. Go, go. Okay, so Jesus predicts his death. Yeah. Peter pulls Jesus aside and says, and rebukes him. What does, re- what does rebuke mean? Tell him, off. Tell, him off. Tell him off. Yeah, pretty much he's like lecturing Jesus. Okay, so why is that like odd? It, because it's Jesus and... Yes, and you said it better than me. See it? Peter just said Jesus was the Christ. Okay, you're Christ... You're the Lord, which means if you're Christ and the Lord, you call the shots. Call the shots. Call the shots. Yeah. Okay. How many of you guys? So I think uh, last night one of the uncles says uh, told me that there's a chance that Obama is coming to Hawaii this week. Yeah. He he graduated from Punahou. Did he go to Punahou like today or no? Okay, anyway, he's the president, right? Which means he gives the the orders, right? So similarly, it would be like Peter declaring like, Obama, you are the president, and then telling the president what to do. That's pretty much what Peter did. Peter said, you are Christ, you are the Lord. And then Jesus is like, well, this is what's going to happen. And then he's like, hey, hold on. Should I come on the side, Jesus? Let me just tell you how this is going to happen. You're not going to die Okay, you're actually going to go into Jerusalem and you're going to become king. Got it? Okay, let's go back now. Okay, so, because what they believed in, uh, they, they believed that Jesus was, was more than a man, godly, more than they believed he was God, even though Peter declared that he was Lord. But the, the trick is that they really felt that Jesus was going to come back and overthrow the kingdom rule of that time. So the Jewish nation, yeah, they were under oppression 
by the governing authorities in that time. And so they wanted their land back. They wanted their kingdom back. And so they had this uh, thought process, those who are taking notes, yeah? Uh, they had a, uh, an earthly mindset. Okay? Their kingdom was here. Their kingdom was now. They were about the land and the property and the finances now. You get that? So Jesus is saying, I'm going to die, but I'm going to come back from the dead. Peter's like, I don't even care what you just said, but that's not really what we got planned here. Jesus just declared that he's going to come back from the dead, and Peter's like, "Ah, let's talk about that. That, that's kind of good. Let's talk about what we're really in for. Yeah? Taking the rule back again. Okay, second story. So Mark chapter 9. Uh, let's go. Uh, we'll go. Th- you guys, second. Did we talk about this second one? Yeah, we did. Okay. So Mark chapter 9. Somebody from our group over here. Uh, tell me what is happening. Mark chapter 9. Go. Just, just the facts. Just the facts. Here, into the mic. Mark chapter 9. Into the facts. Go. So Mark chapter 9. We have... <laughs> we have the, the splitting of the sea right here. Um, okay, so Jesus... Look, use your... It's not like class. You can use your notes. You know? You can use... It's just like test, but you can use your notes. How many of you guys get tests where you guys can use your notes. Those are usually the hardest ones, for sure. Teachers are like, yeah. Okay, come on, come on. We got this. All right, somebody help us out. What is the first thing that happens? Mark chapter 9. Jesus, what? He goes through Galilee and he... Yeah, he tells them again about how he's going to die and come back from the dead. We get it? Okay. So what is... Help us out. What is the next thing that happens? They're walking because they never have cars back in the day. Like normal, they were walking. And what were the disciples doing? Arguing. Come on. Arguing. Arguing. What were the disciples arguing about? Um, who's going to be first? In what? When he rules. Or... When he rules. Yes. You guys get that? Go. What do you got, Colt? You wanted to say something. <laughs> okay, so the second story, right? So Jesus uh, tells again that he's going to, everybody say it, come back from the, the dead. Immediately after, Peter and the disciples are arguing about, yes, this world, this mindset, like, Who's going to be first? Like if Jesus is going to be number one, I'm going to be number two. Like not you, not a chance, buddy. It says they were what? Not discussing. They were like literally like Nanea. No, not going to happen. I mean, it might not be me, but for sure, Denisha, you're not going to be number one under Jesus. Okay? You guys get it? Like. They're calling each other out. They're self-proclaiming themselves. I mean, it doesn't say it, but you can kind of read into it a little bit that they were arguing about who's going to be 
first. And I, and I love what uh, Pastor Sean said this weekend. They probably weren't like, Rachel, for sure it's going to be you. Like, I'm not going to be number one. It's going to be you. You sing so good. And I really want you to be number one. You know? They probably weren't doing that. They were probably like, Isaiah, not a chance, bro. Don't even think about it. I will, I will take you out. Right? I mean, they were like talking about like arguing. I mean, how many of you guys believe that they were actually like, some of them were probably self-proclaiming like myself to be the, the clear number one in his kingdom? Yeah. Okay. Last story. How many of you guys got to the last story? Okay. The last story is about, I love this. This is like a perfect, perfect image of Peter. So Peter, he proclaims Jesus as Lord, right? Early, Jesus, uh, Peter was one who walked on the water. And here we have another opportunity where Peter says what? Peter says, I will follow you and I will go. Say it, say it. I will Yeah, he, not, come on, I need a boy to say this. I, no, I need, a, I need a, a man. Come on, Brooke. What is, come on, manicize what Peter declared in that moment. Not, not Christianese, just like. <laughs> I will die for you. Will, I'm going to die for you. I'm going to die for you. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much like, Peter's like, hey, I will... I will bleed for you, Jesus. And if it costs me my life, I will pay that. Yeah? Peter comes on and he just makes this, this claim, yeah, of like really on the earthly side. Jesus is talking about overcoming death and Peter's like, I'm going to die for you, you know? Which is a real like honorable thing. Yeah? Peter, you know, is like making this declaration the moment right after that, Jesus says, actually, Peter, when the time comes, you're going to think about yourself. And you're actually going to deny me three times. Yeah? And Peter actually does it. When the time comes for Peter to take the stand for the Lord, he doesn't take a stand for the Lord. He actually takes a stand for himself. Okay? All right. So, um, we're talking about soul shift, yeah? Like, we're asking God, the question is, uh, Jesus, how do I get my, my life to model your life and bring you glory? Okay, so I asked you guys a question last week. How many of you in here who've been walking with Jesus for some time really, really love Jesus? Raise your hand. Amen. So, Majority of you in here, yeah, who know Jesus, like, you guys love him. You guys, how many of you guys know God? Like, you know he exists without a shadow of a doubt, right? Yeah, there's no doubt in your mind that God is real, that Jesus was his son. Jesus came, he lived, he loved, he died on the cross, and he, how many of you guys believe he rose again three days later? Yeah, without a doubt, okay? You guys all believe that, you guys all love the Lord, at the same time, how many of you in here still struggle with temptation and fail to live out God's plan? So there's a disconnect, right? 
because we want to love the Lord or, or we do love the Lord, but yet our actions don't line up well with that. Uh, one of the, the leading apologists right now, uh, this guy Ravi Zachariah. How many of you guys know Ravi Zachariah? He's action, okay? He's, he's sending a crew of people here in, in November, and they do, they're, they're apologists, so they, they're debaters about Christianity. They wouldn't say debaters, but they debate people in a loving way, and they're, they're cool, okay? So all the questions like, does God exist? If God exists, why is there evil? Why is there bad things that happen? If God is so good, why does he allow these things to happen? So they debate like all these topics, which is awesome. The one question that Ravi still has a hard time uh, interpreting or answering is this very question. If God is real and people really love God, why does godly people sin? Like how can we say we really love God and yet live a life that doesn't mirror that? Like that's hard for him to explain because really it's, it's such a subjective thing. We all have different reasons, you know, but is there a universal reason why like I love God with all my heart and then I, yet I just have a hard time of showing that? And that's why we're in this series. Like is there a way where we can help our souls not be self-centered and let it be Christ-centered? You guys getting that? Is that good? Okay, so our first tool, if you want, of helping our soul to become more God-centered than I-centered is, I'll use red, to go from, there needs to be a shift from me to you, where we are less like Peter, where we're self-proclaimers and self-centered, and we're actually more concerned about who? Others. Okay? Yeah, me. Others, you know? Like, rather than just being all about me, can we be about others? Yeah? Uh, here's a couple verses for you. Um, So Mark 8, 33, you guys read that. Jesus says, for you are not setting your mind on things of God, but you are setting your mind on things of man. Amen? So uh, you guys can write that down. So Mark 8, uh, 33, that'll be a good verse for us, okay? One of the things that we, uh, one of the verses that we want to think about through this series is how to, that we want our uh, thought process to mirror um, God's mindset, which is the biblical teaching rather than our own thoughts and our own emotions. That's why we kind of press like we use so many scriptures, right? We pray scriptures, we read scriptures, we preach scriptures. We always, uh, we hand out Bibles. We want you guys to read your Bibles, right? There's Bible audio. Why? Because God's word really is uh, Psalms 119, the, the lamp unto our feet. The thing that we should uh, use as our map in life. If we're supposed to go left or right, how do we decide, yeah? Whether I'm supposed to uh, 
uh, change schools, whether I'm supposed to, like, what type of friends should I hang out with? Um, and we want God's word to be our barometer. You guys get that word, barometer? Like our, uh, our Google Maps. You guys know, you guys understand. Like I'm speaking your language now, okay? Yeah? We want God's word to be our, our Google Maps on this world. We're like, I'm finding out my final destination, not on my own accord, but according to God's design and God's plan. Okay, so, so, I'm, so I'm asking myself, right? So what is a practical way? This is going to be fun. You guys ready? Where's Blair? You ready? Let's go. <clears throat> um, so what is a practical way where we can shift? This is fun. Some of you guys might not think it's fun, but this is going to be fun, okay? It could be funner because I was going to use some of your own material, you here, but it would have been more distracting and the message wouldn't have come across. What is a practical way where we can shift from a me-centered world that is self-proclaimed to a world that is Christ-centered and about others okay you guys get that okay so we're going to talk about what we post okay this is good and this is has nothing to do with our discussion last week but it it got me thinking anyway so what we post it is the world of instagram okay for those who don't have social media praise the lord don't ever convert to the dark side but those who do have social media we need to talk about this okay because social media is a neutral thing, okay? Social media is neither good nor bad. It becomes good or bad according to what? Who it is and what that person posts, okay? Notice I said who it is and what they post, okay? Because earlier I talked about who loves the Lord, and there's many of you who said we love the Lord, and yet we struggle with our behavior amen so one way that we can shift from me to others myself to others to be less self-centered and more to others i think in a great practical way would be in social media okay so we'll, we won't talk about snapchat tonight we're just gonna because we actually will talk about it but we're just gonna use instagram okay so we're gonna i'm gonna give you guys or, or Blair is going to post uh, some pictures real soon, uh, Instagram posts. And um, I want to ask you if it's <clears throat> earthly-minded or godly-slash-other-minded. We're just going to figure it out, okay? We're going to figure it out. That's what our discussion is about tonight. Can I use this? You never thought that this would be useful as a eraser, <laughs> lanyard eraser. You should take that to the Shark Tank. Okay, first one. First one. Okay, let me know. Show of hands, if you think just at your first glance this is more earthly or more godly. Go. So this is Kobe Byer, Kobe. Bryant's wife with all his uh, championship NBA rings. Show of hands. Earthly. Earthly. Go. 
Okay, easy, right? Easy one, okay? Uh, you can kind of mix those up, yeah? Okay, so here's another one. Okay, so Kobe Bryant's wife with all the rings, definitely earthly, okay? Uh, somebody, Denise, give me one reason why you think this is more earthly. Oh, this is good. Okay, here. Go, say it. Why do you think this is more earthly? Because it's a picture of her, like, all done up with, like, just a couple things, small things, like, glorifying another person. Okay, yeah, and she's really glorifying, like, well, yeah. It actually doesn't, even in the post, it doesn't even really say, well, it says, it doesn't even say anything about the, her husband, even. It says Queen Mamba. Yeah, but she says baby, like, what if you don't even know? Like, it says Queen Mamba. It's, it's his birthday. Look how self-centered that is. It's his... Oh, it's his, it's her birthday and he's posting that about her. Okay, good. Okay, I like that. But still pretty... Could be either way, right? No? Neutral? Depends how you're looking at it. Okay, let's go to another one. Let's go to another one. Okay, so we have... Um, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. My, no, not my boy. I was going to say my... No. My Asian brother. No. Okay, so we have Jeremy Lin uh, in his uh, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, journey continues. Thankful for the next chapter. God is good. Okay, so, so Jeremy Lin, he has a picture of himself as a Brooklyn net uh, dribbling a basketball. And in his uh, uh, caption, he's giving God praise. Okay, how many of you guys think this is a earthly-minded one? Okay, Daniel has one. How many of you guys think this is a godly-centered one? Good, I love that you guys are divided on this. Okay, go, 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 go. Okay, it depends because he could be using it just for making himself look good for the press and people. Okay, so... Okay, so neutral, right? So do we have a neutral option? No. No, we don't have a neutral option. Why don't we have a neutral option? It's one or the other. Either we're completely godly or we're not. All the people who are God-ish are probably not, not godly, right? Yeah. Like you're either godly, holy, a follower, or you're not, not right? Okay? All right, so this post. Say we didn't read the caption. Earthly, Earthly for sure, right? Yeah. Okay? Okay, and so if we earthly, for sure earthly ca uh, picture, caption, the journey continues, God is good. He gets, he gets a check on the godly side. He's not completely worldly. It's peace and peace. Go, question. Here, question, go. So it's Kobe Bryant, yeah? So if Kobe Bryant had posted a picture of his wife and said like, God is, like thanking God for his wife, then that could have changed it, but because he didn't, that because like this is like a similar thing like because he gave god glory it changed like the whole vibe of the thing ish 
I mean, I'm not saying that I have the, the, re- the, the actual definition of what makes it earthy godly. I want to wrestle with this with you guys. Okay, let's go another one. We don't have that much time. Let's go again. So we have <laughs> a, little, a little shout out to Mr. Ethan Finberg when he was in the, the Central America, not Central like America, like Mexico, when he was in college. We have him and his partner at the peak of the Mauna Kea battles <laughs> with the meme, we are Mauna Kea, which shock us. How many of you guys think this is godly? Raise your hand. Okay, so we have one vote here. Let's see if, let's see if his caption, uh, let's see if his caption redeems it so it says jews for jesus hopefully this post won't be just some regular selfie sunday but an impactful selfie sunday i want this selfie with my sarcastic smile and unerratic shaka to display my strong belief on an issue so the social media world uh can see me follow the crowd and possibly get a few likes hashtag look at me so dumb so dumb (laughs) okay definitely earthly his username is Jews for Jesus which probably makes this worse (laughs) because he says he's a Jew that really loves Jesus and yet his although ridiculously funny is more you guys say it earthly, earthly than godly okay let's go what else we got what else we got <laughs> we have another let's skip i don't want to do another one from ethan uh it, he's great at posting yeah probably the most godly one we have we have the king the king by the way james uh himself on vacation the grind never stops i'm addicted to the process it's my drug strive for greatness and it's him doing curls with like he probably only those are probably only like 35 pounds maybe maybe okay uh king james himself godly no earthly extremely earthly good okay let's go again give me give me two more blair hey tim tebow Blair's unhealthy idol. Just throwing that out there. She has a crush on Tim Tebow, if you didn't know, that goes deep-rooted. It's deep-rooted. Okay, so we have Tim Tebow cruising with some Filipinos. Right? Filipino. Filipino. Uh, Yeah, such an amazing day at the Tebow Cure Hospital. Tebow Cure at Cure International. How many of you guys think earthly? Okay, he didn't have God in there. Uh, okay, how many? Somebody, somebody who thinks it's earthly. I want to hear. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Somebody who thinks it's earthly. Why? 
I say it's earthly because he didn't mention God or Jesus or anything in it, and you don't get into heaven just by doing good deeds. Ooh. Oh, that was good right there. Who else? Somebody else. Earthly. Go. Oh, not earthly. Okay. Okay, let's do the opposite. Daniel, what do you got? Okay, let's go godly. Let's go godly. You may not be able to get into heaven by doing good deeds, but you get closer to God by doing good deeds. Ah, I like also, it. giving to the community, which yeah. I think is great. I like it. Okay, I think this is, so we're talking about tonight, right? We want to be, uh, we're shifting from me-centered to you or others-centered, right? So I would think that this would definitely be closer to godly and others. Uh, somebody tell me one adjustment he could make that probably would make this 100% godly. Daniel, one adjustment to either his post or his picture could make it like 100%. Adding Jesus to the post or the hospital. Okay, adding Jesus there. Anybody else? How could we shift the, the picture maybe? Here, I'm going to go here. Go. Go. Or say something. Give glory to God. Okay. We could give glory to God on a hashtag or something. It's kind of self-centered. Just a bit. Okay. Why is it self-centered? He's the focal point. Exactly. So it's Tim Tebow in there and it's his photo. So how could we shift that to maybe make it less about Tim and more about others? Go himself out of the picture hey there's an idea say it again take himself out of the picture yeah right i mean it's not a bad thing we we're talking about like it's real you know it's close right i mean it really isn't like that bad and it's actually pretty cool okay but hear, hear me out what we're talking about tonight is really how can we give god glory in the lives that we live that's the question okay so the question is like in all that i do is it possible for me to to really represent jesus i mean some of us we we don't even think twice about what we post i know because i look at some of your guys posts and i'm like don't serious like you just posted that monday night at 9 30 you know and and i know i know a lot of you here really love the lord and yet there's a disconnect between your deep adoration for god and and what we do on instagram social media what we how we talk to people in our messages. And, and it really shouldn't be that way. Amen? Like there should be a clear, uh, a really clear line for us. And hopefully, most of us are landing on the godly side. You guys get it? And this even convicts me. Like, I don't, I don't post, like, muscle selfies, even though I could. I mean, you know. 
But even within the things that I do post, like recently God's been like asking me, you know, is that more like Jesus-centered? Is that more others people-centered? Or is that more you-centered? And it just is messing me up, man, in a good godly way. So one of the posts I had, uh, so I, I love murdering fish, if you don't know. Amen? Shaka to those who, good, yeah? Murdering animals. Love it, okay? You guys are like, what? I'm leaving this church. I eat all that I consume or I give it away, right? Which is an honorable thing. Oh, wait. I consume all that I shoot or I give away. Right? It's a godly thing. But recently God asked me, hey, why don't you just post like small fish? Because you know that you really like small fish. And I was like, man, I don't post the small things that God gives me so that I can eat. I only post like the big fish, right? Like the small fish, they don't make it. And you know what really... Yeah, they don't make the cut, you know? They don't make the cut. They make the cut on my chopping board, that's for sure. <laughs> What's really been getting me is that, like, I'll talk to other people who I don't really even know, and some of the first things that come out of their mouth is that, oh, man, you're a really good diver. And that breaks my heart. Because I don't want to be known. It's, it's, not, it's a neutral thing, Right? It can be a neutral thing. But it's definitely not a neutral thing when you think about the me versus the other. It's guarantee an earthly thing. It's guarantee something that is more about me than more about others. And I don't want anything in my life to take glory away from God, glory away from um, anything that God has done in my life. Like for the fact for people come up to me and just really like promote how good I am at diving is, is not good because I'm, I'm really not that good. I'm not that special. Like I, by God's chance, I grew up in a house with a dad who was a diver and he took me along with him. And along the way, I ended up liking it and then getting better at it over time. The first so, so the pinnacle fish, and, and I'll just share the story and we'll finish. The pinnacle fish to shoot in Hawaii is like the ulua, right? That's like the first fish. You're like, uh, the GTs. Like, you're like, I would murder, you know? Like, it gives me like goosebumps even talking about it, yeah? The first uh, ulua I ever did shoot was uh, like 65 pounds, and it wasn't even challenging. Like literally, God put this fish in front of my spear and it was like sleeping in the daytime with super flat water in really shallow water. Like it, it couldn't have been any easier. So for me to, like anybody could have done it. Literally, anyone who had a gun that could swim down 10 feet and see a like behemoth of a fish 
like I couldn't miss. Like it, it was a massive, like this tall. It was like this wide. And I was like, no way. This is not happening. My spear tip was like a foot away from it. And it was like in the hole, in the cave, facing forward and did not even know that I was there. Like literally, I was like, no way, God. Like I came out of the water that day knowing that God is a good God. You know? I'm like, you are a gracious God because this is not my doing. So for me to post a picture about that and for people to give me credit for doing that rather than God is a more me-centered post than a God-centered post. Even if I put, oh, thank you, God. So really recently, like, I haven't been posting, like, anything, like, that I've been shooting. Um, Even camps. Like, I love posting our camp pictures. But even that is a, can be a prideful thing. Because other churches will look like, oh, look at Pastor Kaipo. He's ministering to like all these hundreds of kids. The truth is, none of those kids come to my church. Only us. Like our camp this summer, we had 180 kids. Look how much kids come here and actually like hang out with us. It's, it's not a true statement. That, that I was the orchestra of reaching 180 kids. No, that's, that's way more a me-centered post than an, than an other people post, you know? And so I'm, I'm not telling you what is right and wrong. But I am asking you, like, in what you do on social media, for those who are, if you're not, don't start, okay? But in all that we do, can we ask ourselves that question? Is what I'm doing and posting right now more other-centered, more godly-centered, or is it more me-centered? Amen? And I believe as we practice those things, our soul will shift. There will be an internal shift because of our outward practice. Amen? Is that good? I think that's really good, really applicable. Um, and, and just pray about it, yeah? Before you, you post anything, before you, oh man, we don't we even get to Snapchat storyline. Oh man, that's, that can be the most self-centered thing out there, okay? And unprotected, by the way. Um, let's pray. If you, so just stay seated. If you're like, you really want God's wisdom in the area of social wisdom, social media just stand up and i just want to pray for pray for you here those who are like i want wisdom in that whole arena of uh social media that would be great to be able to use it for god's glory okay awesome okay let's pray jesus thanks so much for tonight thanks god for uh the time that we had together um jesus i really pray that your spirit would be with each person here, especially those who are standing, that you would give them wisdom, God, in how to live a life that is more others-centered and godly-centered rather than just the self-centeredness, God, that we are prone to. Uh, So many of us are about the self and 
we want to change. So God, I just pray that your spirit would, would be with us as we leave this place. Um, help our souls to shift, God. We pray that you would create in us, God, clean hearts. And out of those clean, redeemed hearts, God, we would honor you in all that we do. So we just praise you, Father, for tonight. Um, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.